0: Hello, and welcome to the Leading in Times of Challenge podcast, produced by the Greater Des Moines Partnership. I'm your host, Mike Jefferson. Thank you for joining us as we talk with community leaders from across Greater Des Moines who share their greatest accomplishments and their biggest challenges. Now more than ever during these trying times of the COVID-19 pandemic, leadership remains crucial to the strength and resilience of our region. Let's hear from today's leader. Dr. Terry Walig, CEO of ChildServe, joins us on the podcast today. Before I have you, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to join us on this podcast today. We appreciate it.
1: My pleasure, Mike.
0: So as I mentioned, uh, Dr. Wallach is the current CEO at ChildServe. And for the sake of those listening to this podcast, Dr. Wallach, can you kind of give us an idea of what Mm ChildServe is and what you guys do?
1: Yeah, we're a nonprofit organization that serves children with special health care needs. Our mission is to partner with families to help children with special health care needs live a great life. And we do that with over 30 different types of services to meet the very unique needs of each child. We serve 4,600 children a year. We have locations in Des Moines, Ames, and Iowa City. Our services include things like outpatient therapy, physical, occupational speech therapy, we have a lot of group, uh, community-based services, such as group homes, respite, child care. We also have two very specialized inpatient units. We're not a hospital, but we call them inpatient units. One is a pediatric rehabilitation unit. It's for children who have had a brain injury or a spinal cord injury or some other type of disability that they need intensive rehabilitation. They can come to that unit before going home. The second inpatient unit is a long-term care unit for children with complex medical conditions who need 24-7 nursing care. So a real broad array of services to meet the unique needs of children.
0: Very good. In addition to that, tell us a little bit more about yourself.
1: Yeah, I grew up in Des Moines. I'm a Des Moines native, went to Dowling Catholic High School, um, went to medical school at the University of Iowa, and then did further training and became a neonatologist. I started my professional career at Mercy One here in Des Moines, I was a neonatologist taking care of premature babies for 17 years. Um, in that role, I became medical director of the neonatal intensive care unit at Mercy One. I had been serving on the board at ChildServe during that time and really grew to realization through my board service. And then in 2011, an opportunity arrived to become a full time medical director at ChildServe. So I made the jump from clinical medicine to more administrative work and joined the ChildServe team in 2011. During my time at ChildServe, a lot of change and growth and I became the CEO of ChildServe July 1st, 2018. Oh, so
0: newly minted for the for the most part.
1: Right, right. It's been quite a journey, but uh, such a labor of love. I love it here at ChildServe.
0: Very good. Now, in addition to ChildServe, are there any other things that you do? I uh, time time permitting, of course. Uh, any other boards, uh, community-based activities that you're involved in?
1: Yes, I serve on the board at uh, Dallin Catholic High School. I'm a former board member of the YMCA, um, and I'm uh, out and about in the community. I love to run. I love to travel. I love to go out to eat and enjoy our vibrant community.
0: Now, shifting gears ever so slightly, but building on some of the things that you just talked about, within the roles that you've had, uh, and again, I'm, I'm sure there there are quite a few. But are there any challenges that you've faced in prior times that you thought, "Oh my goodness, what have I gotten myself into, and how am I going to get out of this?" Or do do any of do any of those times stick out more than others? Yeah,
1: you know certainly, Mike. Um, there's always those late nights on call in the neonatal intensive care unit where, you know baby's not doing well, or there's a rush and onslaught of deliveries and admissions. It can seem overwhelming at those dark hours. Um, As well, there are uh, a couple very clear examples here at ChildServe. Um, On my very first day as CEO, Des Moines, uh, back in June of 2018, had a massive rainstorm with significant flooding. And in fact, the building on our Johnston campus started to flood. And uh, we had significant flooding on our two inpatient units, the rehabilitation unit and the long-term care unit where over 50 children and young adults uh, were receiving care. So uh, what was so um, important at that time and what I've learned again and again at times of crisis is the team that comes together in the crisis moment, uh, rolling up their sleeves, doing whatever it takes to get through that crisis is um inspiring and um really shows the dedication that people have for the job that they do it's really a a a calling um, that they're able to come in and take care of such emergent situations i've learned that again and again in the hard times the dark times
0: and and to go further on that example of the the heavy rains that we experienced i actually remember that too because i had flooding in my basement and not quite as severe as what you were dealing with, I'm sure. But yes, I do remember that, uh, that from a couple of years ago. What were some of the things, if you, if you care to share specifics, on, on the things that you did to kind of get your teams through those times when you really yeah. had to make probably spur of the moment decisions, whether they were right or wrong? What were some of the things that you did to get your team through those challenges and try to keep morale up as best as possible?
1: You know, like you just said, the rush of the moment um, requires people to make quick decisions. Um, Sometimes those decisions are revisited, but at the time they need to be made. Um, And what was so impressive is the team that came together, both those who were on site caring for the children and those who were able to make it in that night, although not everybody could travel um, on the roads that night. Those on site and able to make it in literally moved over 35 children off the unit in Uh, kind of a mash unit that we had to create on site to allow us to continue to do the critical care that was being uh, done for those children. So um, in the rush of the moment, quick decisions need to be made. Um, Information needs to be transmitted quickly and to the right people. So time is of the essence in those times. What we have found over time, and certainly we're experiencing now with this COVID pandemic, is that as a crisis lasts longer and longer, different types of activity uh, come into play, different types of communication become more important. Um, We start to settle in with some of the plans that have been created, but maintaining communication, again, is critical. Uh, Making sure the information gets out to the right people and back into the command center, the leaders that are um, helping to organize Um, has never been more important as it is right now in this pandemic that seems to be going on for weeks and weeks.
0: Right, even though it feels like years and years, right? (laughs) That's true. (laughs) So now I know firsthand because my wife actually um, is a nurse, Um, so I I have a front row seat to see what it's like um, from a mental health perspective, a personal mental health perspective, because mm-hmm. um, there is a lot of emotion um, dealing with patients and probably I, I'm willing to guess even more so with special needs patients um, that that can be uh, both physically and emotionally draining at the end of the day. Um, and then match that with your role as the CEO at the, at the top of the food chain, so to speak. Mm-hmm. How do you balance that part of it, how I guess better way to put it is, how are you able to turn off that switch? At the end of the day, what are some of the things you do to kind of help keep your mental health at an optimal level so you can perform not only your duties as a CEO, but also you know when things and crises arise to be able to uh, take on those challenges.
1: Yeah, Mike. And first of all, um, thank you to you and your wife who are. Uh, Frontline dealing with on a day-to-day basis, I am again um, incredibly blessed to work with people that uh, are embracing their f- frontline roles and um, doing more and more uh, every day. So that's that's incredible. You know, um, my training as a neonatologist really kind of taught me to go towards the action, to be in the midst. You know, get my hands dirty, be out there. Um, as I progressed in my leadership career and taken on more administrative roles it's required me to step back a little bit more and allow the teams to execute, allow them to uh, do what they do best and give them the space and the resources and um, what they need to do that really, really well. So that's been a good uh, learning and training for me. Um, I get my energy from people. So uh, this has been challenging in many ways, not having person to person Uh contact. Agreed. Um, I Love nothing better than to go down to the units and walk around or interact with children in the hallways. Uh, that's what really fuels me. So, this has been challenging in those respects. But I think all of us have figured out ways to make those connections, to have that communication um, in different ways. And so, like what we're doing today, you know, um, still connecting, still being present for people, I think is critical for leaders uh, listening to what they're going through, how this is affecting them and um, being there for them, showing support and gratitude. Um, So I think we're still getting some of the benefits of in-person connections uh, electronically, but it's never been more important for me and our leadership team to, to do that every day with those who are serving on the front lines so that people can not only maintain focus on the work that needs to be done, but get a little bit of a break and reprieve Uh, So that mentally, psychologically, we can all um, be strong.
0: Absolutely. And to kind of wrap this up, because I know you're probably still pretty busy uh, with with day to day operations and whatnot. But if you had to think back again, I know you talked about, you know, the storms and some of the other um, instances where you faced challenges in the past. If you had to look at it and and pull three lessons that we can share um, with our listeners that you've learned and that maybe that you're applying to today's pandemic of COVID-19, uh, what would those be?
1: Yeah, I think, um, first is empower and rely on your teams. Let them do the great work that they can do. Um, I think that's really important. And what we're learning from that is that teams are very agile. They're getting creative. They're figuring out ways to get the work done. The second is communication. Uh, Communication, the modalities will change, but it's so important to not only uh, listen to and receive information, but distribute information that people need, but also to communicate, to connect, to share emotionally uh, what's going on and check in with people. And the third, perhaps, um, is to keep our eyes on the bigger purpose, the overarching goal, to not lose sight of where we're headed. Um, it's easy to get mired in the muck and uh, be pulled down. But I think as leaders, we especially need to make sure we can continue to focus on the greater cause. And that helps motivate everybody.
0: Well, Dr. Wallag, I want to say thank you for what you and uh, the Child Serve Organization are doing for the community. We appreciate all of your efforts. I'm going to let you get back to it. If there's anything else that you need, let us know. Otherwise, uh, yeah, it was great talking with you and we'll be in touch.
1: All right. Thank you, sir.
0: Thank you for listening to the Leading in Times of Challenge podcast produced by the Greater Des Moines Partnership. To listen to more stories of inspiration, please visit DSMPartnership.com.